بسم الله الرحمن الرحیم Alhamdulillah, as we were reading this, we started reading this book, beautiful book, Hidden Blessings, uh, 40 Wisdoms Behind Calamities, Difficulties, Trials and Tribulations. It's a compilation from the works of Hakimul Ummah, Mawlana Ashraf Ali Tanwi, Rahimahullah. So Alhamdulillah, we read about Wisdom 1, and we will read about Wisdom 2 now, inshallah. Wisdom 2 speaks about soldier of Allah. What is a soldier of Allah? Hakim al-Ummah said, respected friends, Allah gives us comfort and ease throughout the year. If we happen to experience some discomfort or hardship from time to time, it is then fair to complain of that discomfort verbally, but bitter and let that, uh, but becoming bitter and let that condition affect our servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is that okay? Right. Dear friends, look at those who are employed in the armed forces. Throughout the year, month after month, they are at ease and receive their compensation in peace and comfort. At times, of course, they may get deployed and have to fight in order to defend their country and land. Now tell me, when a soldier gets deployed to some place to fulfill his duty, does he have any right to complain or become bitter? Right? So he doesn't have the right or she doesn't have the right because, you know, obviously you will, that will not be all the time, but you are signing up for that, right? So once you sign up to become a soldier, you're signing up that you'll not always be home, right? There'll be times when you'll be deployed and you'll be sent to face some trials and tribulations on, on behalf of your country and so on. Absolutely not. Rather, it is known that it is the demand of honor and dignity that we have been cared for all this time. And now, when asked to take orders and fulfill our duty, we must do so without hesitation or reluctance. Moreover, we have seen that when soldiers are given orders, they do not refuse. Instead, they are ready to go and face the enemy. Additionally, they tolerate all types of hardship for the sake of pleasing those in authority. In fact, the soldiers are even ready to give up their own lives and consider doing so to be honorable. Pondering over this, right, comparing a normal soldier right, to a Muslim now, right, how unfortunate must it be for us that despite receiving bounties from Allah throughout the entire year and our entire lives, in the face of slight difficulty or hardship, we immediately begun to complain. As soon as difficulty comes, then we start, right? We start our rant. Should the conduct of a slave of this benevolent Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be any less than, than an average soldier with the state? Right? So very something to think about, something to ponder about, that, you know, and it's a known fact, right, that human beings in general, they only think about, you know, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or God, right, when they go through difficulties. And, you know, there's a study that a lot of people started thinking about God and questioning their existence and, you know, why they were sent and so on when the pandemic started. That's why they say that there's no... Atheist on a sinking ship. Because on a sinking ship, you can't call to anyone else, right? You're going to call to 
right? The only possible power that is out there that could help you and protect you and controls the oceans and the winds and so on and so forth. So it is through difficulty we get refined. And that's the nature of the world, to be very honest. If you look at, you know, the Prophet ﷺ, he said in a very beautiful hadith, he said that every Muslim is like a mine. Every Muslim is like a mine. Some are gold mines, some are silver mines, some could be diamond mines, and so on and so forth. But every material that is out there, every element that we know in, you know, uh, in uh, what we learned in school, right, in the periodic table, every element has an importance, right? It's ha- it, it fulfills a need, right? It, it has something that it needs to do, that element that Allah has created for a certain thing that it fulfills, right, in the co- cosmic world, in the cosmic reality. Just like that, every Muslim, the Prophet ﷺ, is being very intricate here, very deep, thoughtful thing to think about. Every metal has a purpose, every element has a purpose, and every element is important, right? When it is used to its potential. If you don't dig up the gold and it is just beneath the earth, it's not valuable, right? It's just a piece of earth. But when you dig it up and you take out the ore and then you put it through the process of refining it, to refine any metal, what do you have to do? You have to put it in the furnace, right? Shoot up the heat, right? Make it melt. That is when the pure gold is going to come out. It has to go through a difficult process, right? Before it becomes gold. Diamonds were what? Nothing but, you know, firewood, right? Buried under the ground thousands of years ago. And it goes through this process of what? Pressure and heat. Extreme difficulty, right? Then this normal coal or charcoal will become a diamond. So each one of us, Every human being, a slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are, you know, because we were made from earth. All of these materials, these elements are coming from where? Earth. We're also made from earth. So we have those qualities inside of us. So if we want to be refined, if we want to become Rabbaniyun, as Allah says in the Quran, then we have to go through this process of rectification, the process of difficulties, trials, and tribulations. And as a Muslim, we should embrace them. As a Muslim, we should embrace them and we should be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not complain about them. The Prophet said that every Nabi on the entire human being, the Prophet said, amongst all the human beings, the people who were tested the most were the Anbiya, the Prophets. Imagine the people who were the closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they're the ones who are getting tested the most. And he's further added, amongst all of the Anbiya, I was tested the most. The one who was the most beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The one who was referred to as Habibullah, right? He is the one who is being tested the most. He is the one who is having to bury his own kids, all of them except one, with his own hands in his lifetime, right? He is the one who is going through to Taif and who is being stoned at and his body Alayhi salatu wasalam is, is, is rushing with blood. Uh, just think about it. 
the difficulties that the most beloved of Allah, Rasulullah had to go through, the pangs of hunger that Rasulullah used to have. You know, the Sahabi, I was reading hadith just today morning, that a Sahabi came to the message and the Prophet was sitting and teaching, but, you know, other Sahaba could see the hunger on his face. I mean, imagine the difficulty. And this is the one who is, you know, the controller of the cosmos after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loved him the most. Whatever he wanted, he could have raised his hands and he could have gotten it, right? But what did he prefer? He preferred the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever Allah destined for me, I'm happy with that. That is going to bring me goodness in this life and in the hereafter. When? When I embrace it. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us tawfiq and ability to embrace everything which is in our qadr. That is why in, in our kalima, what do we say? In the kalima of iman, وَالْقَدْرِ خَيْرِهِ وَشَرِّهِ مِنَ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى The qadr, whatever it is, good or bad, whatever comes my way as a Muslim, it is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? It is either going to elevate my status in Jannah inshallah, or either it is going to refine me and you know, take away all my sins, take away all the deficiencies that I have inculcated within myself because of the sins that I commit in the day and in the night. Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is burning them, right? cleansing us. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He gives us the ability that we look at the difficulties and trials and tribulations in reality a blessing. In reality, a blessing, a blessing in disguise. It is elevating us, purifying us, rectifying us, and inshallah taking us towards the path of become, becoming Rabbaniyun. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and ability, inshallah. Jazakallah khairan wa akhir da'wana. Alhamdulillah rabbil alamin. Subhanallah wa bihamdulillah. Subhanallah rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wa